Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, Bill Barr, the Attorney General, spoke at Hillsdale College on the occasion of Constitution Day. So, happy Constitution Day, Binkley. Thank you. Happy Constitution Day to you as well. It's not a happy Constitution Day. It's an unhappy Constitution Day. Unhappy uh, Constitution Day to exactly. you. Exactly. Not that the Constitution has not been long, long dead. But as my analogy about the last chopper out of Saigon, we are experiencing right before our eyes a fall of our government tantamount to the fall of Saigon. That it is a revolution. It is a regime change. It is a coup. The Constitution is absolutely being ignored from top to bottom. It is dead. And Attorney General Barr has the audacity, audacity to act outraged by this when it is completely his duty to respond to it. And I will tell you what I mean. What he said was the the lockdown, I believe it was a nationwide lockdown would be second only to slavery as an uh, atrocity against civil liberties. I mean, this is not a direct quote. I'm just saying that it was the gist of what he said, that a nationwide lockdown would be second only to slavery for uh, a, an offense against our civil liberties. And that he was acting like he and he was acting angry about it from all reports. And I'm absolutely outraged because this is Constitution Day. And I will tell you, four <laughs> amendments to our Constitution came to mind when he said that. The first, the fifth, the seventh, and the 14th. Because it is his, it is his duty, and after the 14th Amendment, it is clearly adjudicated to be that he can and must, I, I believe he must, uh, intervene with the states to enforce civil liberties. So, for example, I found a case, I just very quickly just grabbed, like, out of the headlines, a case from September of 2013 where the Department of Justice sued North Carolina over laws that they considered to be tantamount to voter suppression. Because the 14th Amendment says... It is, it's debatable whether the amendments to the Constitution or the rights in the Constitution apply to state laws or is it just the feds? Like the First Amendment says the Congress shall make no law. Does that mean that a state legislature can abridge the First Amendment rights? That was contentious, but the 14th Amendment has been adjudicated to say that the feds can, and that's why you can't put the Ten Commandments on your city property. Uh, that was actually a, a real case. So these lockdowns abridge our right to religious worship, our right to have First Amendment rights. They abridge our right to, they take our property by closing our bars and restaurants so that we actually lose our businesses. That's a taking. And so that without due process, you are not being actually 
you don't have the right to say, I don't deserve this, right? So, so that's the first, the fifth, the 14th. And then the seventh says that you get a jury trial in a case that involves more than $20 worth of value. And no one ever talks about the seventh. I can't remember anyone actually applying the seventh amendment. And maybe it's been adjudicated to not mean this, but it does mean that you can just read it. You just read it. So, so I saw a story today and then, and then in April, he said, like he threatened. Barr threatened the governors over their lockdown policies. He threatened to sue them or whatever. He, he should fucking sue them. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And it's just this whole smoke and mirrors of the Trump thing. But somebody tweeted at me. Two people tweeted at me a couple of things. Uh, past couple of days. Uh, one was really shocking today out of Nashville that the mayor of Nashville, there are emails that leaked out of his office where they found out that the bars and restaurants being open led to only eight, 80 cases, which was an absolute like minuscule amount of cases like the The stuff was being spread in nursing homes and stuff, but it was not being spread in bars and restaurants. And they and I guess because they had some protocols in place. I don't know to the extent that stuff's even real, but they explained to each other that they were not, they were going to intentionally suppress this information. Intentionally. So people were going to lose their jobs and their money and their businesses because of intentional government action. Where is the Department of Justice against that? And and that's so I just, I call BS on big old bar. Well, the Constitution is the thing that you get outraged about when your opposition is violating but you adamantly advocate for your ability to violate it. At that will. is straight straight out of Enemy of the State by Albert J. Nock, which was written in the 30s. He says the ones who are thumping the Constitution are the ones who need it at the moment. And you cannot rely on them to thump it when I, I had an opportunity to Constitutional talk to, thumping. I had yes. I had an, an opportunity to talk to Johnny Isaacson, who was a senator in Georgia. Uh, on the air on WSB at, on somebody else's show. They said, oh, come talk to Johnny Isaacson. I said, I don't think you want that to happen. And he said, why? No, it'll be like the thrill of your life. I said, the only thing I'm going to ask him is if he could read a certain couple of passages from the Constitution that he has in his pocket. And I don't think it's going to be pretty. And the, the person was like, no, no, come on, talk to him. I was like, I'm not fucking talking to him. So I missed the opportunity because I did not want to. Just It's just that's just too rude Although they deserve it, I'm just not the guy for that. I'm never going to be there in your face, you know. And besides, losing your job is like not losing the, your your ability to ever talk about the issues because you were outrageously rude one time. But I have to say, to the extent that that the right doesn't criticize their own side for for abandoning the constitution i mean it's so obvious the right acts like they like the constitution but of course they don't hold the guy's feet to the fire and i guess i failed in holding the guy's feet to the fire myself i don't think it's in my character i want i want to i want your opinion of that what should i have done after this message i'll tell you right after this 
What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- 653-8838. I also want to quickly add that Neighbors is, they have their veggie plants as well as their cool weather seeds and their 2021 organic seeds in as well. And they will be up on the website soon. So check that That's out. That's awesome. So Should I you had a chance to bring Johnny Isaacson in and, and ask no, him about. No, he was there. It was in the studio. He was there. And somebody saw me waiting to do my show. Yeah. And said, come in and talk to him. I'm sure it would be like a thrill of your life. The guy was trying to do me a favor, come talk to Johnny Isaacson. I said, I don't, you guys are having a friendly conversation. I'm just going to, like, he's, I'm, my face is getting hot just being this close to him. Like, I'm fucking pissed just standing here. And I think it would be bad for your show and him and WSB. And I, and it would have been bad for me too, but whatever. I just was like, I'm not doing it. But should I have? Yeah. Should I have just blown it all? I would have gotten fired immediately. It was a long time ago. You probably ago. would have gotten fired immediately. And that is the challenge with actually really questioning someone about the actions that they made if you are on the radio or if you are a journalist. And it also gives some insight into what we do see on TV. Because if you were to do that, or an example that, that I can relate to is Stacey Abrams. Eric Erickson did an interview with Stacey Abrams that was a sit-down 30-minute interview that was the most glowing representation of Stacey Abrams you've ever seen. He had her in the hot seat well, and never he do did that. nothing but yeah. throw her softball. She features that interview with Eric Erickson still on her website. If I were to interview Stacey Abrams, she would probably end the interview within a minute and never come back again. Yes, I have to respond to that. I would never invite someone like that on because I would never give them an opportunity to get that softball, good treatment, whatever. And I'm telling you, I could not, I literally cannot fire a babysitter. Like I didn't not do it because I was afraid of getting fired or whatever. I did not do it because I just cannot, I cannot be rude to callers. You've never, ever witnessed me being rude to a caller ever, have you? No. I cannot be rude to people up front. And I'm sure you could be. I know that. I mean, and I think maybe in part it's a male-female thing. I'm I sure. wouldn't even be rude to her. I would just ask direct questions. Yeah. that Making people uncomfortable. Like, I couldn't watch Jerry Springer. I could not watch it, even if it's fake. I actually knew someone who was an actor. Or was that, was that somebody was on an infomercial and he was just an actor. I was like, so you never had acne? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, but that's not right. But Below I think it, Jerry it says, Springer, these are real, real people, not actors. Yeah, but they are. They are a actors, real person. Yeah. He's not a robot. Yeah, yeah. But you can be a real person he, and an actor. Yeah, and he wasn't an actor, but he was acting. But but he did audition. I think it was the same guy who auditioned for the Jerry Springer show to be a guy whose girlfriend left him for a monkey or whatever, like you know some bestiality thing, which wasn't even real. Yeah. So so but so to just to clarify that, and then my last thing on Bar, and then you can have the rest of the show, Binkley. But the <laughs> thing about Bar was. He also said that we should let bars and restaurants open and assume that they and their customers and everyone will voluntarily follow all these guidelines about masking and social distancing and all that kind of stuff. And you see where the trap is. He completely stipulates that 
all that stuff is supported, is uh, incontrovertible. That is not resisted by anyone based on the science. So he validates all that stuff. And then his argument is that people are responsible enough to live with that stuff, to follow through with it. But the fact is, because there's an underlying dispute as to the wisdom and efficacy of those things, even maybe counterproductivity of those things, a lot of people aren't going to do them, not because they're a-holes, but because they actually disagree. I think masks, I personally, my personal opinion is that masks make me more susceptible to illness than less because I'm just sensitive to rebreathing filthy wet carbon dioxide but that so he's setting it up just like in the rockefeller foundation 2010 scenario lockstep where they said china took care of the pandemic because they're authoritarian and what we did was make suggestions and that is why we had an out of control pandemic when china got it under control and the great reset is looking to china for the solutions in America. Watching that video, they have a guy from China who's representing China and the way that they are overcoming this. And he sets the the guy's little interview up with, we are looking to China to see what they did so that we can implement the same measures. This is why I wanted to talk to our, we have a surprise interview coming up where we're going to talk about um, magic and that kind of thing. The, the real reason I wanted to talk about that, what keeps coming up in my mind is not just like there's something occult feeling, there's something sinister feeling, but it's this idea of order out of chaos. That's like the catchphrase. I don't know if it's Luciferians or I forget what, but I it's also one of the it. titles of chapter in Edward Bernays book, Propaganda. Oh, really? Well, they absolutely live it. And that's what it feels like with the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum set event 201 up. Maybe it was a coincidence that that is exactly what happened. Maybe not, but there they wanted a fourth industrial revolution. This is the chronology. Fourth industrial revolution is is uh, thought about, is um, formulated. Event two hundred one is scenarioed, and the Great Reset is recommended as a response to Event two hundred one. That's all straight out of the Davos World Economic Forum website and plan. Order out of chaos. Yeah, and. It's evident that they are pushing this hardcore, everything green, everything climate change, everything, the sustainable 2030 project. They must, I mean, they say it over and over again. And this, to me, is a perfect demonstration, the eventual one thing of, if you look at it and just say, look, fourth industrial revolution is what they wanted. They possibly, it's arguable, they invented event 201 this crisis in order to get what they wanted. And you can look at the climate change scenario the exact same way and go look at the report from Iron Mountain where they talk about have an international crisis that you have to deal with and that will get you to achieve your goals. Yeah. And they are, they have it. They have it right now and they're trying to take advantage of it. To your point about the mask, people might very well just do it on their own because we've gotten to the point where you feel uncomfortable if you're not wearing a mask. And I'll give you an example. I was on the phone the other day. You know, you talk on the phone, your mask holds your earplugs in. It's a new way to keep your earplug. Even if they fall out, they still dangle because they're going around the loops in your mask. I walk out of a store. I'm talking to my friend on the phone. I got the mask on. I get in my car. I rip the mask off. Which, by the way, at one point, there was a mask on the floor of my car and I had no other mask. 
and I needed to go get something from the store, and I was like, I'm putting a mask on off of the floor, and I have OCD. This is disgusting to me, but I'm putting this mask on (laughs) that I'm picking up off the the floor of my car. You know, I tried to wipe it off, but it was just disgusting, but I had to run in and get something. Hey, I bought a hundred of those blue masks. I have them. I have entire packs of them in every glove compartment, every drawer, all my keep them everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, you got to now. Use the same mask twice. They're like, Mom, that's disgusting. I'm like, Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. So I'm on the phone with them. (laughs) I take the mask off. I throw it on the dashboard, and then. I'm about to drive off, and then I decide I'm going to run into Target real quick, which is right next door to the other store that I was in. And I get out, and I go into Target. I'm still talking on the phone with my friend, probably talking on the phone with him for about five to seven minutes while I'm walking around Target. And then when I hang up, I walk around for another 30 seconds or so, and it dawns on me that I forgot to put my mask back on. And all of a sudden, I felt like I was under a spotlight. I felt... Like I had been walking through a war zone with no, you know, protection, no armor, and now, now I need to make sure. So I'm, I suddenly kind of closed up a little bit. And people, if people look at you when you walk by normally, you don't think much of it. Maybe if it's a somebody of the, of the opposite sex, you think, oh, maybe that person's into me. I thought nothing of anybody looking at me before, but as soon as I had that realization that I didn't have a mask on, all of a sudden, when people looked at me, regardless of whether they cared about the mask, in my mind, because of the news, I'm projecting, oh, that looks probably because I'm not wearing a mask, getting it. That person's judging me right now and it creates this level of conflict and vulnerability and i i was looking for the best pathway out of target where i could be least seen i'm dodging through the aisles because i don't want anybody seeing me to come you know harass me now i don't have to tell you or anyone listening that the news is biased all news is biased whether intentional or unintentional there's always at least some level of bias in the news that we consume and that bias does impact how we see the world Fortunately, Ground News is making it a lot easier for us to quickly recognize this bias. Ground News is a new app that provides readers with objective data about the underlying political bias in all published news stories. It's the first ever news comparison platform. Here's how it works. Ground News collects data from over 50,000 news sources and runs real-time media bias tracking. Then, the coverage bias rating is visually shown alongside the story. For every story you read, you can compare how reporting differs across sources with different political biases and see if the coverage of a story skews more to the left or more to the right. Ground News represents a larger movement of people who are fed up with traditional, highly politicized news. No one wants to be spoon-fed ideas or subtly influenced in covert ways. What Ground News does is gives the power to the people so you can make up your own mind. If you want to learn more and try out Ground News for yourself today, and I highly recommend that you do, head on over to ground.news prop. That's ground.news prop. And enter the code prop, that's spelled P-R-O-P in all caps, to get seven days free of Ground News Pro. And as an exclusive limited time offer, listeners of the Propaganda Report will get 25% off of Ground News Premium membership. So what are you waiting for? Start judging the truth for yourself today. Definitely check out Ground News, y'all. One of the things that I have found useful in their website and their app is that it shows you how outlets across the political spectrum are reporting on the same story, and it enables you to see when media outlets are ignoring certain stories that might oppose the narrative that they're pushing so check it out i have a question for you did you see anyone else not wearing a mask or i did you just averted your eyes you did see people i saw mask? one other person it made me feel better 
All right. I, so I, was like, I was like, get down! Get, get over here! Get out now! You're behind this rack Wait, of clothes. I, I knocked him out, got... threw him over my shoulder, and drug him out of there. <laughs> There's a back door. So you're in Georgia. I'm in California. I mean, I actually think I might get arrested if I do that. Like, literally. Yeah, it, so, it creates a psychological out? tension. No, yeah. I didn't get anything. I seriously, I left because I yeah. didn't want to get harassed. And I yeah. don't know that I would have gotten harassed. I might not have gotten harassed, but... They put this in your head. I joked that, you know, I went in there, I realized I didn't have my mask on, and then what, what I'm supposed to do, right? I need to attack and start strangling the employees and screaming obscenities. Isn't that what you do when you don't wear a mask into stores? Yeah, because you're psycho, but maybe because you were just, you were an idiot, not a jerk. Yeah. That redeems you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Can I tell you one quick thing? This is a real quick story. No, do whatever you want. You've got got the floor, man. I overdid it with my bar rant. You know how I love the fact checkers who never check (laughs) any facts. These people have a job where they never actually do the job that is their title. They do. That's the funniest thing is that it's like they're they say that they're there to debunk, you know, to to get the facts right, and they're literally there to do the exact opposite. It's like a guy who walks around putting cyanide in people's drinks, calling himself a doctor. He never does any doctoring. He kills people. Well, this, I was listening to a higher side chat with our surprise guest, and that's what they were talking about. They were like, it's the opposite. And I think they even said it was David Icke's kind of thing, is where the hospital, the healthcare makes you sick. The cops do not protect you. Like, they, it's just the schools do not educate you. Brian Stelter calling down. himself reliable sources is the opposite. Yeah. So here's what the headline is on Snopes. Oh, politically incorrect. That was the first. And no spin zone. This was, I actually used to tune in. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, there's a no spin zone. Oh, he's politically incorrect. I was like, this is the most politically correct garbage I've ever heard. And there's tons of spin in this zone. And it's amazing how much power that title can create that halo effect and make people say, oh, they are wholesome. They're politically correct or whatever, or politically incorrect or no spin. He says it in the title. When you just choose the, you choose the most... Opposite wholesome title for whatever devious thing you're actually doing. And actually, I noticed that with all this, um, like, heroization, whatever, like, Bill Barr is just above reproach. Bill Barr, you know, and he goes up there and he's just like, I'm the old lawyer guy. I'm the venerable lawyer. And I I actually have in my notes, which I would show you if I could, uh, Bill Barr is the white coat of totalitarianism. (laughs) He's the Edward Bernays. He's the authority, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's Dr. Whatever. He's the science of the right. Yeah, he's just, he just, it's like him wearing, I just can see him wearing a white coat, him saying like, oh, this is the way the Constitution and the law works. Like, oh, well, he must know he's got the white coat on. Forcing people, call me doctor. He he should just start making people call him doctor. Regardless. (laughs) That's another kink. Just call me doctor. All right, I'm going to give you the Snopes headline, the fact check okay. headline. Right. Is BLM to blame for the shooting of two deputies? The claim is that a gunman associated with the Black Lives Matter movement shot and wounded two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies on September 12th, 2020, and BLM protesters afterwards blocked emergency access to the hospital where deputies received the medical treatment. So that's the claim. Now, I want to remind you what the headline is again. Is BLM to blame for the shooting of two deputies? The fact check on that is mostly false. (laughs) Okay. So let's say (laughs) you're accused 
of murdering someone or shooting someone in the back of the head. You shot someone in the back of the head. I'm officially accusing you. What do you have to say? It's mostly false. That's, you know... I don't want to quibble. I just, I only, I shot him in the side of the head. I drove, <laughs> that is not the best defense. That's not the best debunk to that situation. I hit him in the back of the head with a baseball bat. You got ah! it all wrong, buddy. <laughs> You've been cheating on me. You, what do you have to say? It's mostly false. Just a little cheating. <laughs> it's a fine cheating. Yeah. This is, the, this is absurd. I mean, it blows. They cannot. I, I don't even know all the full details of that story. It's not even the content of that story that I'm concerned with. It's the way that they in that first moment. Mostly false is not a fact check is not a debunk. But that's the they, they, they are the top I mean, fact course. checker in the game. Of course, it makes me think, oh, wow. Like, I actually didn't even know that they were that BLM was even remotely Involved that. in that, yeah. and now I'm like, I guess well, I want to know more. Fox News definitely was was framing it that way, and from no, my sure. understanding of the it, they were involved in the protest. I didn't follow the story at all because it was in. This is why because I'm so disgusted with the LA thing after Anthony McLean got shot in the back by a cop, and then a gun supposedly was found on him, which I absolutely do not believe. And just looked at all the video. I did not actually see it. Uh, that I, I'm just disgusted with everything coming out of L.A. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what else is coming out of L.A. right after this. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to truehempscience.com slash propreport. You've talked a lot about the exodus from Los Angeles, California. Well, Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire moving their whole operation to Nashville, Tennessee, following in Joe Rogan's footsteps, but going to a different part of the country. Also, Elon Another, Musk has recently threatened to leave as well. Yeah, but that's a, a red guy going to a red place. So it probably makes it look like a little more balanced and Joe seems kind of purple, whatever. It would be perfect. But I, but the absolutely, I think that the big impact is going to be taking a small percentage of a very large city and moving it to a small city and just turning it blue. I looked up some articles about that in Arizona. I didn't specifically look for Arizona, but articles from local Arizona newspapers came up and they were all mostly about how you can come here, but don't bring your policies. It was very much do not bring that BS. I I remember in Colorado, I lived in Colorado once when I was a very young i kind of when i dropped out of high school i went to colorado for a while it's very weird young people <laughs> do that sometimes they go to colorado but i think I now probably for different reasons than before yes right yeah. but it was kind of the same reason it just wasn't so obvious but it was definitely the rocky mountain high thing i'm not saying i was pursuing that but there was always that kind of idea but then over the years i had a good friend one of my very best friends lived out there and we could just see it change over time and and it would they would have bumper stickers that would say go back east like when i was out there they said go back east but then 
it started saying they had the expression fornication, and it just meant say that again. Californication, oh. which was a TV show and stuff and a, and a song, you know, separately. But my understanding of it was you're getting effed by all the people from California moving there. And I think it happened sometime in other places as well. It's affected it's Georgia, really Atlanta, Colorado. It's definitely affected Atlanta. Well, they did that on purpose in Atlanta. See, that's the thing. And a caller, God bless those callers, said to me, you know, everybody talks about immigration all the time. The immigration from other states is just is probably worse because these people actually have a huge impact on the politics. Yeah, they have a major impact on the politics. And in Atlanta, with Hollywood of the South is what it's known as, definitely has changed the way that people talk about politics and the advocacy stuff going on in, in Atlanta in and around Atlanta. It's amped up over the past four years or so, like hardcore. I remember when I moved to Atlanta and and. California just came with me and uh, or I didn't move. Did I move to Atlanta from California? Yeah, I guess I did. So I just remember being so annoyed that that the preschool rented out its parking lot to a film crew. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I just absolutely hated that about California. Anyway, I'm not experiencing that this time for obvious reasons. My brother is not a political person. He doesn't He's not interested in politics at all. I was talking to him on the phone yesterday and he started talking about how bad CNN is and how ridiculous their stories are all the time. And this is somebody who is about as apolitical as you can get. And he goes, sometimes I just turn it on just to see how crazy and stupid it is what they're talking about. I believe that the majority of CNN's ratings could very well be people who are hate watching it. I wouldn't be surprised. And and I'll tell you that today was the first time I went. I usually just see what the headlines are on Fox and CNN to see what people are talking about. I never, ever read the articles on CNN. It makes me crazy. But a couple of things caught my eye. So like I clicked through on them. And one of them, like the third article, I was like, I cannot waste any more time on CNN. But then I said, but this just this is so outrageous. I just have to read it. And, uh, and I remember when it when the whole Democrat thing jumped the shark, in my opinion, was I think it's when. Biden came out and said, oh, I'll make a mandatory mask wearing thing. And I and I and I remember people, even people on the left thinking that was going too far. Or I just remember thinking this guy is tone deaf. Maybe it was the mask. I don't know. But there was a point at which I said they're going too far. And they this makes me think they're trying to lose on purpose. Yeah, I think they're trying to lose on purpose as well. One of the things I read on CNN was about the vaccination complication from AstraZeneca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I noticed that it said a severe neurological reaction, which mm. you might have mentioned that to me. I'm not sure. You, you, I you mentioned that yesterday, yeah. But not specifically yeah, what it was, though, because I didn't say it yesterday. Right. But I didn't. I caught the I must have caught the name of what it was, because what it was was transverse myelitis. And I looked and I was like, myelitis, Myeli- acute flaccid myelitis ring a bell to you? <laughs> Is that impotence? <laughs> no, it, it, but it is a kind of, I mean, it's flaccidity, but of the muscles. And I brought this story weeks and maybe even months ago when they talked about Kawasaki disease and acute flaccid myelitis potentially being 
a long-term effect of COVID, even if in children, even if the children did not seem to have COVID. And a tweet said, oh, they're just setting us up for the side effects of the vaccine. And I was like, whoa, because Guillain-Barre is the disease that comes from, is a severe side effect in in a small percentage of people of the flu vaccine. It's the subject of the 60 Minutes special that's been making the rounds. And it's this kind of like paralysis and weakness of the limbs and other issues. So I look to see what is transverse myelitis. And it is, and the woman experienced weakness or uh, mild paralysis in I think uh, some people experience mild paralysis in the legs. This said she had trouble walking and she had kind of mild paralysis or weakness in the arms. So it seems to me, you know, I, I always question these stories, but this seems to really uh, be a, a, an expected kind of what you would expect as a side effect from this. And then I looked it up and transverse myelitis, acute flaccid myelitis, and Guillain-Barre are related illnesses. And I would say that that they are actually sinisterly setting up a cover story for iatrogenic illness when they talk about myelitis being a, a function of COVID and not a side effect of the vaccine. They're, they're, they know that that's what's going to happen. This is my fear that it's this sinister and what the tweet was talking about. And I think this is further evidence of that. They know it's going to happen and they're setting it up because let me just, one, one more sentence. Iatrogenic illness is usually when the thing that you give someone to, for the symptoms actually also, the side effect is also the same kind of thing. So you think it's just more symptoms of the same disease, but it's actually that the thing you gave them has that side effect. So they see this. They're actually, it's not even just a coincidence or an accident or misunderstanding. They see it coming and they're setting up the whitewash legacy already. It seems like to me, of course, it's just speculation, but it seems like it to me. They're also using this story to boast about the transparency of the vaccine makers. They're saying, look, we had a problem, so we stopped the testing and we put, we figured out what was going on. Severe neurological issues. Everybody celebrate how transparent we are. And then they're shifting this over to, but you know, Trump's vaccine is going to have all this dangerous stuff that he's not going to be so transparent about. And the way these kind of things work, they could he could push a vaccine and they could come back later and say, we told you it had that that exact side effect, because that is the side effect. That is the the known side effect of this stuff. So one of them and immune enhancement is the other. So they could I mean, you don't you'd have to really reconstruct the timeline the way you do and I do. But not everybody does that when they come out six months from now and people will have this thing and they can just blame that blame blame your paralysis on Trump. And maybe that brings them down. And the problem with when they do bring it back up six months from now is people will judge it based on that based on six months from now when. Right. Just like they're doing this Woodward quote, Woodward quote with Trump, when you when when you judge it in the context, it completely changes the meaning. Yes, and I, I have two things I absolutely must say. One is that I believe, and I have read that, especially with Guillain-Barre, you can if you get treated immediately with steroids and stuff, it's like um, 
it's like Bell's palsy. If you get, if you go immediately and get steroids, it can reverse this terrible problem. You won't, you may not have permanent results. So if you feel any kind of paralysis, numbness, whatever, after a shot like that, go immediately to get medical help. That's how I understand it. Do not wait. And then I wanted to correct the record on the fent- fentanyl thing. I got some, uh, some real experts in the, in the drug use world saying that fentanyl, pure fentanyl is so fluffy, so, uh, able to float on the air and so powerful that it may actually be dangerous, especially to a dog that would have absolutely no resistance to it and sniffs on purpose that that stuff's in the air could be dangerous. And that could very well be some sort of chemical weapons threat because fentanyl was labeled a potential weapon of mass destruction by the government some, I think, a couple of years ago. This could fold in with the wearing of the mask. This could be something that does reemerge later in a very dangerous way. I hope not, but I yeah, worry but that it might be. Yeah, it's good to be aware. You know, be careful. Yeah. Be careful out there. Well, yeah, be careful out there. One more thing related to that Biden, not Biden story, the vaccine story. Biden's going around, Kamala's going around. They're talking about how we don't trust, we never trust the Trump vaccine. And Biden last night saying, I don't trust the, the, the Trump vaccine. And then they're, but sir, sir. But would you take a vac? I trust the scientists. My administration will trust the scientists and follow the scientists. I don't trust what Trump will do. And then somebody will be like, but the scientists are developing the vaccine. And then Biden, it's like they're responding as though Trump is in the lab mixing the vaccine himself, (laughs) maniacally just dumping ingredients inside of there. Trump's getting in that lab. There's no telling what he could put in that vaccine. I don't trust the Trump vaccine. It's absurd. And the patron 15, Trump I'm going to tell you about vote. some atrocity hashtagging. Fun. Fun Can right. I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, shoot. I can't remember. Um, I will tell you about Catholics against Joe Biden and something I think John Stewart is really up to. I look forward to hearing that. Interesting. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra if you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DD every time we post a DNB, I will get my words correct. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to you guys in the Patreon 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Don't forget there's a DPP. So if you're not a friend of the show or a patron saint, you've got like 24 hours. Countdown. So excited. <laughs>